0: The winds of change are blowing, and it's easy to get lost and off track. Hi, I'm Renee Barabo, the Practical Shaman, Hay House author of Winds of Spirit, a Wind Whistler, and Soul Coat. This is a show for pioneers who want to learn to navigate the world with a chaotic spin, awake. Welcome back to the Practical Shaman podcast, where we talk about all things shamanic, which in the worldview that I hold is Uh, about our community, about sustainability, about healing. So it it opens up the door for a broad range of topics. Today, I have a, a good friend and a wise woman, Kathleen McKinley, who is a loving mother, grandmother and wife who has spent her life helping people become better versions of themselves. A high school teacher in Pennsylvania for 34 years, she has taught many of her students how to utilize skills mentioned in Soul Lost, Soul Restored to elevate themselves to successful, meaningful lives. In 2005, Kathleen started her own business, Phoenix Adventures and Wellness, with a mission to empower and teach individuals the skills to navigate the trials and tribulations of today's world. After moving to Delaware in 2015, she continued her vision with her new business, Heart Rock Healing, employing initiatives and attempts to unite the world welcome. Thank you, Renee. You have like a wonderful uh, background in terms of, you know, and what I love about you is you're accessible. You know, you make make this world of spirituality accessible to people because you meet them where they're at, and that might be as grandmothers, as mothers, as, you know, individuals. Uh, And I think, does that have anything to do with uh, your background in teaching and um, meeting children where they weren't at, or where they were at, in order to raise them up. Do you think that has something to do with how you approach the world?
1: It, it may, yeah, that's a good point, Renee, because um, when I look back at all those years of teaching, um, and primarily swimming was my specialty, so not only high school students for 34 years, but I taught in the summers at a camp from ages three up through to high school. So I had like the whole gamut. And then of course, when I went into my, my business um, with Phoenix Adventures, I was focusing on women's empowerment uh, based on my own trials and tribulations, you know, what I had experienced. And then I integrated my wisdom and my knowledge from the past. And so, yeah, I think uh, it's like every age level I've been working with, you know, for most of my life. So that's a good point. You know, we and we all do that. It's like, if you look at the world in retrospect from,
0: you know, I, I see now why I was a chef, why I, why I worked in country clubs, why I did all of those things. You know, it really comes together to make a, a, a unified whole. And so tell us how that came together for you for Heart Rock Healing and some of your signature programs like Hugs for Harmony. You
1: know? <laughs> okay. Hugs for Harmony. Hugs for Harmony. Yeah, that's my signature program. And... um and basically, yeah, I've incorporated uh, a lot of my knowledge from the past from wellness because I taught health and phys ed. So, you know, I did a lot of wellness uh, programs for the kids, and and created a charter program for the high school kids, which was based on native Native American teachings, which was awesome. So, I've incorporated that. Um, I became certified as a, a ropes course facilitator, so I've done team building which is a lot about relationships and communication and and deepening relationships with others. Um, And my my own personal struggles uh, in relationships, actually in uh, my marriage, I ended up in a a divorce in the early 90s, followed by an unhealthy relationship addiction, and which sent me to Um, Codependence Anonymous, Coda, 12-step program, was the first time I actually really started looking within, you know, before it was always about out there, you know, Mm -hmm. looking at, um, you know, everything happening to me, you know, the victim and uh, trying to get people's approval and recognition and all of that. And so, so Coda really you know, helped me switch it over and become more conscious of, of who I am for the first time and getting in touch with my feelings. So I, I kind of look at, you know, that program along with the um, uh, background in wellness. And um, when I finally broke my addiction uh, through surrendering to the universe and CODA, the 12-step got me in touch with a higher power uh, concept of God, which, um, uh, I really never had a loving concept of God. But, um, so, so I've, I've learned there, there are essential components, um, for transformation. And so the hugs program covers all of those components. Um, The H, for example, is all about healing. And so I always start with self-awareness, having women look at physical, mental, emotional, social and spiritual aspects of wellness. And so there is a lot of introspection and self-care that takes place, trying to shift everybody's focus to themselves. And then from there, the U is universal oneness, which is all about connecting with the universe, recognizing we are all one. You know, the world is our mirror, connecting with something greater. You know, people, whether they say God or Allah or creator, universe, nature, it doesn't matter. What I love about the Native American teachings is that they they call it great mystery. They say, you can call it what you want, but it's source, okay? So, um, So we get into that. And of course, you know, you you and I are are on the same page, uh, Renee, with nature and recognizing we are part of nature. Nature is a part of us. And we can tap into it at any time for guidance, you know, navigate our lives. And uh, so a lot of my program then is helping people read signs out in nature, you know, understanding that the animals and the birds and the insects and the reptiles and the winds and everything is helping us navigate our lives. We just have to be conscious of what's taking place around us. And and so that part of the program really helps women remove the rust. You know, all of those limiting beliefs that we've had, all of those core issues um, that we've become aware of. You know, we engage in in, uh, different tools and, and do some releasing. Uh, And once we do that, your, your hidden gifts start to appear. And that's what the G is to recognizing those gifts. Now that we've removed the rust and then the S is service, you know, how can, what, what was our mess that can now become our message using the gifts that we have. So that's the, that's the hugs program. And, uh, I ran it last year here in Lewis, one on you know person, person, and group. It was a year-long program, so there are four parts, and um, very successful. It was great, and now I am in the process of creating an online digital program to go with my new transformation TV program that'll be launching next month. So,
0: how cool is that? So, yeah, I love that. Removing the rust. Yeah, you know, I was doing that yesterday with the hummingbird feeder. You know, removing the rust. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good visual. As you can see it, and and uh, many people started in back in the twelve step programs. There, you know, the twelve steps really is a great spiritual um, outline, uh, if you would. It's not like an intended anything else, but a really good outline for how to live more spiritually as are so many of the other spiritual program. So what is this? Um, so this, tell us about this transformational TV that you're making.
1: Yeah, um, it's interesting how this all unfolded. Uh, when I finished my Hugs for Harmony year-long program at the end of May, uh, I said, you know what? It It was a great program, but summer is going to be me time. And I was going to kind of, put it, well, I actually, I put it out to the universe, like, okay, so self-care, I want to get back into um, taking care of myself more, because I had a stress fracture in my foot in the spring, so it was totally sedentary, (laughs) so I had to, like, exercise and take care of myself, and then, and I said, you know, as far as the business, the universe, I'm not sure what direction to go, you know, kind of just give me some direction, I'm ready to stretch myself. And I got an email from Patrick Doddle from um, this transformation TV program who was looking for hidden teachers they found my website and he said you know if you're interested in being in a movie that um, is similar that you know like a documentary kind of like the secret uh, with different hidden teachers and whatnot he said um you know, sign up for an interview and I'm I'm interviewing people. So I thought, you know, what the heck that's stretching myself uh, regardless of whether or not I make this movie. So I had a 45 minute interview with him. And at the end he said, you would, you'd be a great fit. Um, You know, you want to come on board. And I'm like, okay. So with that comes this transformation TV program. Uh, So we, I've been in an intense training now where you know, we're learning all the technology stuff with uh, podcasts and, and creating these videos that will be online, transformation.tv, um, with the different hidden teachers. So I, I'm in the process of creating it. Mine is called Step, Step Into Harmony. Um, and so that's kind of based on really uh, connecting with a deeper relationship with yourself, with others, with nature, with universe—kind of what I was talking about. Um, and I will have some guests as well. I'll be interviewing some guests. Renee, you'll be one of them at one point once I get this Yay. out day. But uh, but yeah, that's that's the program, and um, we'll see where it goes. I think the movie we're not going to start filming until 2019. At one point and. He said either the end of 2019 or the beginning of 2020 will come out. I am not sure if it's entitled Hero's Journey or something along those lines, but, um, but yeah, that's exciting. So from thinking I wasn't gonna be doing anything this summer, now it's like, you know, things are happening and, and it's, I'm, I'm welcoming it because it is stretching me. I think you know that me and technology aren't always like <laughs> on par, but it's, it's, it's been good it's been good so i'm excited well you've been really methodical
0: in your approach to you know your learning and your integration and uh, one thing i I always honor about you is that you really you set a goal and then you strive for it tell us that you wrote a book Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your book
1: okay um soul lost soul restored a sacred journey back to self is the name of my book and uh, when i moved to delaware it'll be three years in December, not knowing I was transitioning my business, because you you knew me as Phoenix Adventures and Wellness, back in Pennsylvania. And then when I came down here, I was in that once, once again, space, I, I don't know what I want to do, you know. And uh, I'm like, I had started writing this book, actually a few years ago. And I'm like, you know what, this is probably what I need to do. Let's, let's, look back, review my life, where I've been, where I am now. And so it's this roadmap of my own transformation, um, pretty much showing you how these essential components that I mentioned are in there, you know, connecting with self, connecting with others, connecting with the universe. And at the end of some of those chapters, I actually have activities. So it is a little bit of a workbook, you know, getting people to look inside and ask those important questions. Um, But, so that's my book, so it's, um, it was interesting, you know, Renee, when we look back at our lives, and you see where we were, (laughs) and where we are now, you know, it's pretty exciting, and I don't know about you, but I know, it makes me realize, like how far we've come, and that we, women don't often do this, but we need to pat ourselves on the back, you know, um we've really accomplished a lot and uh and women don't tend to do that so i realized
0: that just for myself last week when when i got home from teaching at omega and and this whole east coast whirlwind t- tour because you know having a day job that still that you know provides a lot of security and a lot of adventure and actually a lot of wisdom for what i'm doing because for some reason, a lot of clients are showing up addicted or having. I mean, there's a lot of suffering going on in the world right now, and and somehow the day job keeps me connected to that. So, but it also limits the time. So when I got back from this whirlwind tour, you know, generally my my approach is always to, okay, what's next? And for once, the first time in my life, I stood there and said, "Wow, <laughs> you just did this." I mean, you no matter what, in I'm writing a blog article about, you know, moving from resistance to resilience that it was like the first time I wrote again, when I stopped and just said, wow, look what you've accomplished. Because trust me, after spending, you know, five years writing and another year editing with back and forth with a publisher, I didn't feel like writing. And luckily i had created enough content on my blog that I could now borrow it again and repurpose it which was really useful for this whole year because there was no more so we can run out if we keep pushing 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 so mm-hmm. i love that you really practice what you preach about um
1: taking a time off although uh, what what was the stress fracturing <laughs> oh you know down in delaware i here i was a phys ed teacher and i never even heard of pickleball so you come to delaware and <laughs> it's a big sport down here you know here too what what's
0: that in palm springs palm desert oh, oh they're all, they're converting all our tennis oh. courts to pickleball courts
1: okay yeah well you know what as a matter of fact i think in um indian wells they're having the national tournament here there this year but uh Anyway, so I get down here and I get addicted to this pickleball. And <laughs> but it I didn't realize it I'm very competitive and I just it was a lot of impact and all of a sudden my foot swelled, it was black and blue underneath, and I went to the foot doctor and they're like, Yeah, you got a stress fracture. So I was in a boot for like two and a half months, which was really, you know, made me uh do nothing, <laughs> so just kind of like a blob sitting around. But the universe, I guess, needed me to do that, and and it's all good. It was, it was left foot or life. right
0: foot? My left foot. Mm, that's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, the, the left side is the receiving part of the body. So sometimes we get excited about things that aren't really ours to do. Like if you're too obsessed about pickleball, how are you going to um, you know work on developing? You know this hugs program or something like that or either that you're knowing you you're probably gathering all those pickleball players to be your next group of um showing up on saturday morning for the the hugs transformational process (laughs) i mean really seriously that's what is so awesome about how you work you really meet people on the pickleball court or wherever else and you know we had this idea that spiritual people were these people who, uh, you know, sat on the top of the mountain or went to Peru with us. In fact, Kathleen was on the trip where I started practicing wind work. You know, I didn't even really know at the time where I was going, but I had everyone on top of the wind temple spreading their arms, doing a wind bath before I even identified it as such. That was so cool. Yeah. So. You still have
1: that picture, that photo of that. I
0: do. I should probably put it up on the, very I should cool. probably put it with the, the website for doing that. The so, so is there anything looking back in your life that you... Is that you or me? What's that? Nothing I'm hearing... It must be time that they're doing the mowing or something. Oh. You can control all the internal sounds, but it's really hard when you have like a really good mic to control the external, what's going on out in the world. So looking back at your life, is there any anything that you change, anything that you would do differently, anything you would uh, offer up for some people like, you know, staying too long or not staying long enough, or is there anything that, you know, some
1: offer some wisdom for that? Oh, boy. Um, You know, I had a lot, there's been so many life lessons, and I have no regrets about anything. Um, But, you know, I think that What's so important, and that's why I incorporate it, whether it's in a retreat or in the hugs program or whatever I do, is to have that tribe, to have that support system. Um, Because there's no way that I could have gotten to where I am today unless I had met up with like-minded people who could share their stories. Because I was one of those people who, because of my upbringing, um, stuffed all my feelings and opinions. I, w- I wasn't really allowed to express them as a child, and and uh, lived in a lot of fear. So, um, so it was really hard for me. It was it took a lot of courage for me to be in a group like Coda to start verbalizing and start uh, saying what I felt and talking about myself for the first time. And so I think these programs that I've created um, allow women to do that, to have a voice and, and to see that, to, to create respect amongst women. Cause sometimes we can be really hard on each other, you know, women with women. So, um, so that's kind of, I, I think it's just a, a matter of finding the right tribe, find the people who are going to lift you up uh, is, is really important. And it took me, you know, until I was, like 40 Renee to find that tribe. Uh, so if, if if I can give any message out there is is um, if you're feeling different or alone or misfit, there's other people who are feeling just the same. So it's a matter of reaching out and finding those people and, you know, um, sharing, sharing and being vulnerable. You know, it's okay. It's okay to be who you are. So... That's my biggest lesson, probably. It's funny. Yes, the other day I was
0: at the National Gay and Lesbian Journalists Association because I do a Finding Freedom conference for LGBTQ addiction treatments uh, professionals, and one of the things that I said to them was that uh, that the reason that I was even at this and you know this NLG Journalism Association at all, you know, because I was pitching my book and. Was that, was that that I had come out at 58. You know, doing this conference for the addiction treatment, that's why I said there's so many gifts here still, that doing this conference made me realize that I thought there was a tribe, you know, that the, the gays were a tribe and that lesbians were a tribe and that I just didn't belong to this tribe. So this idea of tribes is kind of an interesting concept but one of the things that I learned from some of the younger people in this uh, in this group of uh, addiction professionals is that there really isn't a tribe, and there's no one way or another to be anything in this world. And you know, this year's topic is on relationships, and you know, all these topics of non-consensual monogamies and non-binaries and pansexuals, and all of these things that when we you know when we were approaching our lives 20 30 40 years ago weren't options and so i guess that we get to be way showers for people because we got to see our own limitations or what what the roadblocks were in our own lives and and i know for you you know that you you lived in a lot of different kind of constraints in your own mind so who do you who who do you find benefits most from your coaching services? I mean, who do you reach out to?
1: Um, most mostly women. I guess they would describe themselves, and, and then they're mostly professional women who would describe themselves as overwhelmed, um, maybe anxious, feeling disconnect. I, the word disconnect comes up a lot. You know, just kind of on autopilot. Um, seeking a deeper meaning of life. Just, and, and that was my story and and my book. Um, I, I started out by saying how I taught all day and then I coached and I give part swimming lessons at night and I would be, and the one night I was, you know, I have two kids at home and a husband and I'm I'm driving to my lessons and it just hit me like, is this all there is to life? Mm -hmm. Like just in that one moment, I remember where I was on Springhouse road and uh, and it just, you know, I kind of put it out to the universe. Like, is this all there is? And then all of a sudden the universe started like, yeah, look at this, you know? So I started becoming more conscious and my life transformed totally. But, and it, and it's not always easy. I mean, you and I have experienced what I'd call shaman's deaths. You know, we go, it's hard. You go through it. You think you're going to die sometimes or lose total control. But when you when you have that trust in the universe, and you feel protected and supported, you get through it, you know. And uh, and so yeah, so that's that's important. It's uh, it's those women who uh, have that disconnect. You know, um, I remember being on autopilot. And it was just like keep just keep going, you know, just keep going like the Energizer Bunny but once you start really becoming conscious and asking yourself those deeper questions like why am i thinking this way why am i feeling this way why am i doing what i'm doing you know um the universe will start showing you (laughs) but
0: it's all good it's all good it may not feel like when you're standing in a windstorm that it's all good but trust me it, it really is good because we heal through resistance and resistance brings up those places in us that need healing. And that's what the wind work is all about is how to, how to work with those windy days and those storms in your life in order to really move forward with like a sailor, you know, tacking across the ocean with ease. Yeah. So you offer uh, sacred uh, card path readings and coaching and your workshops. And how um, can people find you? Where would they look?
1: And Okay. My website is uh, KathleenMcGinley.net. M-C-G-I-N-L-E-Y. Okay, Kathleen. Um, and uh, so, yeah, people can go on there. I'm on Facebook, uh, Kathleen McGinley Heart Rock Healing. You can find me on Facebook as well. Um, and then my services are listed, you know, individual coaching, I'll have those occasional workshops, um, and, and I think I'd like to get back into those retreats like I used to run. I mean, I ran one down here in New Jersey uh, last year, but uh, when we met, Renee, you know, I did Phoenix Adventures in Wellness, which was primarily running retreats. To, I ran several to Hawaii and you and I met at Crystal Fantasy, you had a booth there, and we started talking, and you said, oh, you know, I think I want to run a retreat in Peru, and, you know, so we just talked about that, and then the next thing, I get an invitation to come on your Peru retreat, and, uh, and at that point, like, I, I didn't think I'd be going, you know, I don't know, I think I told you the story that, you know, money was a little tight, and things were going on, and, and you, you messaged me like, I don't know, was it only like a month before perhaps? And I said, okay, I'll just, I'll, let's talk tomorrow. Let me t- just put it out to the universe. And that night I had a board meeting at Unity Spiritual Center. And I'm on the board and I'm sitting there and we're doing a check-in. So it comes to me and I just, I don't know, I was saying, yeah, you know, this has happened. This has happened. I mentioned nothing about Peru, what have you the woman next to me does the check-in and she starts talking how she was sick, but now she's better. And then she goes, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I was in Peru recently and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So if any of you are thinking about going to Peru, you have to go. (laughs) And I just sat there going, you gotta be kidding me, you need to say that. So the next day we talk, I'm like, Renee, I'm coming to Peru. And that's how the universe works. So that was awesome. Uh, That was my last trip to Peru. I need to start
0: traveling some more again. And I just don't know. It seems like there's just not enough time to do everything that, you know, my heart desires and the places that I want to go and things. So hopefully I I better be careful what I wish for (laughs) publicly. So (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm visualizing that there's going to be some more trips coming up in 2019 Mm -hmm. and retreats. I actually found a retreat center that I'm really looking forward to really pulling, maybe even pulling some people together to do a retreat there. It's, it's, it's got wind and it's got, yeah, and it's got, Oh, it's got zip lining and it has, I have this idea of this retreat where people actually, you know, you do the zip lining first. So people get face to face with their own fears, right up front. So since you only have a weekend or so, you can get them there quick. Mm -hmm. And then you can unravel it, and then do some team building so that you build the clan by the end of the time. And I'm going to plan one of those for next year for sure.
1: There you go. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was just just at a retreat. I like, I wanted to take care of myself and I got an invitation this summer to an exclusive retreat in Finland at super she Island. Uh, A woman bought the Island and um, this past summer and started running retreats there for women around the world to connect. And it was more of a, wellness-related, you know, good, good food and, and power yoga, an hour and a half, Renee, of power yoga every morning at 8 o'clock, <laughs> which was Ouch. killing I know, right? But, um, you know, it was beautiful. Like, the environment was beautiful with the trees and the Baltic Sea and, you know, we are kayaking and doing all sorts of things. But what I got out of it the most was meeting these women. There were only six of us uh, plus staff. Uh, who who met up from around the world, India and England and Bermuda and, you know, different U.S. towns. And we're going to be forever friends, you know, lifelong friends. And so that's what happens in a retreat. And that's, you know, just kind of after experiencing that a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, you know what, that's why I ran retreats. There's so, you can't help but transform and, and uh, make new friends. So, so that's where I went with that. It really motivated me to, to run some again.
0: Well, give everyone your website as we close down here, and we'll okay. be um, short. Uh, Kathleen will be part of our uh, Winter Solstice IM Symposium this year, which is going to run from the Winter Sol the twentieth, the Eve of the Winter Solstice through New Year's. So we're really looking forward to having her share some of her wisdom and as a teaching.
1: Awesome. Okay, so. My website again, kathleenmcginley.net. So I'll spell it K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-M-C-G-I-N-L-E-Y.net. So Great. thank you Renee for having me. It's so, it's awesome to see you. We're 3000 miles apart. I hardly ever get to see you, but a I virtual think hug. Yeah.
0: Virtual <laughs> hug, everyone. Check yeah. out our hugs program. Uh, <laughs> it's like a hug that I could give, so. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. And everyone, please subscribe to this podcast and we'll see you next week. Uh, They get released on Monday and we look forward to sharing with you again soon. All right. Take care.